Welcome back, it's Ruby. I wanted to discuss how the last couple days have been going. Um, The week as a whole has been pretty okay. I feel like with, like, my prayers and my consistency with trying to be the best I possibly can has really helped me try to mature as a person. Because I feel like internally I still feel I'm that little kid that needed help a lot. Because... I chose not to help myself, and my parents encouraged me to do so because they kind of gave up, or they tried, and they still felt like they didn't want me to do it because I chose not to do it, so they did it for me. But with my work, with these kids, and the place I'm at in my life I feel like I need to make sure the internal me that um, inner child is still getting what he needs while I get what I need right now as a an adult and what needs to be done for me to be happier right now, you know, and I feel like I'm doing that right now, slowly but surely, and, um, there were definitely days where it felt like it was really hard with the kids, they had days where I just, I didn't even raise my voice, I just didn't care what they wanted to say to me and that's not fair to them I remember I think one of the two of the boys that like are the more personality driven kids that really need the attention on them they were bringing up like something about something in a book and I, I just simply said, like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be honest, buddy. Like, I, I really don't care. Like, I, I asked you kids to help me a lot. And I appreciate those that did help me. And even if they were having a hard time, it still helps me. I appreciate that. But I, I need more out of you to be help, more helpful. Because I can't do all of this by myself. And it's still not fair of me to say, like, I don't care. And I really regret that I said that. Because I could have worded that differently and more fairly to them. I was just so frustrated at myself and, like, what I was allowing them to do. And for them to act like that, it, it didn't help anything. And then Friday... I was able to have, like, a more in-depth conversation with my managers and what they needed to see out of me. And they definitely agreed on, like, how my attitude has altered meetings and how I see things and some of the behavior I do that they they think I don't care and sometimes I I really don't I really don't but I I didn't want to say all that truth to them you know but I still didn't need to say that to them I just said like it's not always that it's just personal stuff in my mind and that's the majority of the truth is just it's not even the 
the kids per se it's just other stuff that's going on in my mind and where I want to be at in life and how I feel like it's still not coming to me despite God trying to put me on a better path and my patience trying to reconnect with him but I'm trying But the the conversation still was helpful to me. I was able to speak my mind and how I felt about the classes and how I didn't really feel supported with even just having six kids. But when I have a child on the autism spectrum and I'm not able to provide the needs that I am to do so all the time. I feel like I'm not doing enough for him. And I feel like if I focus on him just enough, even then, like, I'm not able to go to every other kid's needs while I'm working with him. And I know that we don't have all the resources we need, so we just need to do the best with what we can. So they agreed with me on that. I don't know if anything's going to come out of it per se right now, but at least that is known to them. Everything else they feel like I've been right on the button with, if not like really close to like what they're seeing out of me expectation-wise. And I'm always there on time. I'm very punctual. I always ask if there's like an issue or if something's going on. I'm... I'm pretty adamant about it. Um, And I let them know ahead of time if there's any changes or anything like that. So um, it's something that I am proud of that I'm able to do that. But the positive attitude I'm going to work on from here on out. And I can see how it changes, like, not even just the kids, but, like, the the cohesion of me and my coworkers and um, how I can change the mood of the room, whether it's, like, my fellow teachers or, like, the upper management. And I feel like most of the comments are from upper management because they're not that close to me as the other ones that are really on the line and on in the field with the kids to really see how I interact and how I connect with them. So I'm, I'm going to step up with that. And I was able to do so on Friday when I had that convo. I decided to regulate the jobs. I decided to say everything that was needed on the board so they can't really say like what's on their mind and like what they want to do. They understood what the assignment was and what was asked of them. I gave them the freedom of having that time to work on their project and still getting what they need out of like recreation time. I was calm as possible. I was able to address any situation without getting mad and reminding them that I'm not angry, that I'm not upset, and I'm not being mean, and that I'm just being firm and understanding that they're being disrespectful by not listening to me during a project that really needs listening, especially a Pollock project where you're splattering paint around. You need the patience and understanding that there's going to be a mess made. There's going to be kids that might be upset with clothes that they're wearing. Even one of my kids says, oh, this is an expensive shirt. I told them more than three times to put on an apron. I asked them to do so. They refused or didn't listen. And then paint splattered on it. So... I understood that they 
learned that lesson to listen to me. And I didn't have to be raising my voice or anything like that. It just is what it is. I was able to execute the class in a smoother manner just because of me listening to my managers and what they asked of me. And I'm realizing that, like, I'm acting in a similar, like, child-like manner, not listening to everything because I think I'm right or I have the better idea or, you know, internally. I don't say that out loud with these people, but I definitely feel like sometimes I have a superiority thing of, like, oh, my idea is so good, I'm so creative, and then I, I need the humility of just being like okay like these ideas are good but you still have to be open to other people's feedback and critiques and um just to improve and grow (laughs) because growing needs resistance in some kind of way that is beneficial so you can branch off and make yourself more well-known and try things that are uncomfortable. Speaking of which, I was able to really go through another like uncomfortable conversation with my girlfriend tonight. And, um... I was proud that I was able to have that conversation and still be honest and list my boundaries of where I needed to be at. Even when I fucked up, I was still honest with her. And... um She definitely told me that she feels like she's afraid to say what's on her mind because she doesn't want to get me upset or to affect our relationship. And it it hurts to watch and to hear that. But I feel like with us having these conversations and still getting into the uncomfortable moments when she has such a very difficult time of just saying what is on her mind because she's truly afraid that she might lose me or that I don't want to talk to her or don't love her. But I'm really proud of her tonight for just, like, really trying so hard to just do her best and talk to me. Even if she had to write it through a text and just text me on her phone and didn't have to say it out loud. She listened to me. She listened to my honesty. She listened to how I felt about the situation and how I went about it. and But still was able to list like my boundaries of like what I expect from her. Even with situations like this, I still deserve a sense of privacy and... Also, just an understanding that, like, she can't just break my trust either because she's upset with me. You know? And that I have to regain that trust, you know, more again. Otherwise, the night as a whole was pretty good. I was able to really just have fun, but I want to, like, backtrack a little bit before this and actually, like, go into what really happened today that was, like, exciting and um, interesting. So prior to, like, me going to see my girlfriend, I went to see my client. And I really could tell it was going to be a slower day 
because he said that he was not sleeping and not doing well with other stuff. So I knew that was probably going to happen. The other thing that was like interesting was that I actually drove home for the first time or um, drove there despite me having this feeling of anxiety and what the possibilities are driving alone and I just remember like part of my heart like feeling no anxiety at all and then some of it just like hitting my head all at once but like once I got in the car I put my bag in and um really just took control of the vehicle I just like slowly just scrolled down my hill And now I'm texting my dad. <laughs> Just letting him know I'm home. But anyways, I rolled down the hill and I looked both sides and I just started waiting for a bit to find a pocket to drive off. And once I found it, I drove. I was driving alone for the first time. I drove through the streets went through finally got to like my client's house and then the toughest part was like really trying to parallel park once I banged a Yui and just took a U-turn and went back to the house I um I had a difficult time trying to like really line up my parking on the side because I didn't want to hit this, my client's dad's car. And there was a moment where I like thought I parked it right and I was really checking my mirrors, but I'm so used to like rear view mirror cams and more modern technology and my car being more of like the early 2000s. I definitely had a more difficult time trying to get used to that and I have more of a bigger SUV vehicle so it took me a moment to like really settle in and like find a good pocket but I finally got a decent one and gave enough space I went inside only to like really see the dad just waiting for me to have a conversation being like um, hey, Ruby, uh, I was watching you driving, honestly, and I was getting really worried. <laughs> and you really gotta, like, use your mirrors, man. And I, I was, like, red and flooding in the face, and I forgot even, like, my own mask, so you could really see, like, how I felt, and I was like, oh, I'm, like, I'm really sorry, like, I just, I, I really still wanted to give you enough space, like, I, I really apologize, he's like, it's all good, it's all good, and he was like, big smiles, but I, I definitely could tell, like, he was pretty worried and almost upset with, like, almost me hitting their car, so I still got, like, I had, like, anxiety for a bit about, like, oh, am I, like, gonna have my car get hit? Like, is he really mad at me? And, like, all that stuff was playing in my head and, like, taking me out of that moment with, like, my client who's already having a hard time being present with me and um, finding a lot of motivation, you know? It's, it's really difficult to have someone on the spectrum to like really find motivation to get to do stuff at a good pace and I still feel like I'm not in a good amount of training to like really get them motivated I I always I'm getting better at it though where I'm like trying to be more regimented and firm for them so they can really push to do better than just waiting around and having a lot of stuff done because that's what I did and it didn't really help me at all. 
And it wouldn't be really. It, it wasn't help at all. So I don't want them to follow the, that path. And one of the good things I did was I was able to give them something fun to watch while I asked questions and wrote down some notes. And I, I introduced him to Monty Python on the Holy Grail for the first time. So he got to see wacky humor and not just like raunchy, like family guy shit that so many people are so used to, you know. He was really enjoying it. And um, sometimes he gets disinterested by a lot of things that I show him. So I'm I'm glad that he really found something that I think he could really connect to and like really enjoy. Um, and there was even, like, a part where, like, I just didn't want him to, like, see, like, more sexual scenes in it, and I just didn't feel comfortable saying, um, so I just told him, like, oh, like, we don't need to see this scene, like, I just, I want to show you fire stuff, and I kind of just gave him, like, a simple thing, and it kind of calmed down, but he definitely was, like, oh, can, like, can I, is there a reason why, like, he really liked it, like, he really didn't like the movie, so I think he just wanted to watch it fully, um, but I did want to get to, like, the, the crazy rabbit, and all the other parts that are, like, very funny and iconic, um, so he was enjoying that, and then I remember him speaking about, like, why, he hasn't been sleeping lately and he said like oh it's like caffeine and nicotine and I was like oh no and the mentor side of me came out and I said hey just speaking from experience from years of smoking and vaping like I I really don't want you to encourage doing this anymore speaking from experience and what tobacco smoke and tar does to you and what vaping does to you it's still gonna affect your lungs and your breathing and I I really don't want you to have like the blood pressure issues or acid reflux or breathing issues that I'm currently having you know because it's not enjoyable to just do this, you know, especially with someone on the spectrum like that, where he's already on medications and other stuff that could affect his moods and everything else, I need him to understand, like, I can't just watch him and do that, but he said that after a while listening to me, he's like, I'll, I'll try to, like, not do it as much, I'm, like, finishing it up, and I was like, I understand, but I'm just saying that I can't stop you fully from doing this, but I just want to warn you, like, what the repercussions are and what this could lead to if you choose to continue this, you know? So proud of myself for doing that and then driving myself home chilling I wasn't able to provide for talking to my ex tonight I was gonna really talk to her and like have fun conversations with her but I wasn't able to do that and I feel bad just because I was just trying to help my girlfriend out with her anxiety attack and everything that we had that conversation with and what I mentioned before. Um, I'm, I, I still forgave myself and said, like, I've, I've had situations like this before and sometimes she hasn't contacted me and I didn't get too upset by it. Or even with that, I, I can still forgive myself for acting this way, you know, and forgive her for acting that way when years ago I were, when I felt like she wasn't listening to me or doing stuff like that, you know, and, um, I definitely promise to follow through, Chief, if you're still open to talk. 
and, um, yeah, I had that long conversation with my girlfriend, but prior to this, I went out, we got boba and waffles, and, um, we chilled out, we watched a movie, or no, we watched, like, New Girl and, like, other stuff, and then her roommate interrupted completely, so we had to go, because I just don't work well with that roommate, nor does she, we left, we got food at, like, this diner place that was okay, I felt like the the guys behind us definitely were making her uncomfortable, and she was looking at um, some Facebook page that's, like, helps her, like, keep aware of news and, like, safety that's happening in Boston, but I feel like it also puts her down just looking at it, and I remember that her mood switched around that time before that conversation started, but the food was great. I was able to even get her, like, a little boba, um, what is it, like, a keychain, like, a fluffy keychain, so that was, like, really nice to really give that to her and provide that just on a whim as, like, a gift, you know, and she really enjoyed that, and it made her really happy just to, like, on a whim be like, okay, like, I I just want to give this to you because I know you like it, and last few times we've been here, um, you asked for it, you know, so I gave it to her, and it felt good just to provide that for her, and I want to be able to provide that for any girl, you know, Because I always felt like I wasn't really the right provider that even, like, my ex needed, you know. So, I'm doing this for her. I'm doing this for myself so I can really grow and become a better teacher, better partner, brother, you know. And even within my family, like, I'm really stepping up and, like, trying to provide for my sisters and be a better son to my dad and my mom even and that's even hard and just like putting more bread and money on the table so they don't have to pester me as much or feel like I'm not doing anything when I'm not I'm doing a lot I'm balancing a relationship that can be very volatile I'm balancing two work lives of teaching and different aspects, both that still entail working with people on the autism spectrum and then people and kids that really need proper resources and health therapy. And just doing the best in everything you can and still having a hard time even on days when you 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 don't even realize that you're doing your best but you just feel like it's sucking so bad and sometimes you just gotta let it suck because you really just gotta like let it go And just be proud of yourself for what you did in those small moments, even with that sucky day. I just say, good. That's good. And still be grateful that God has blessed me with another day of life and breath. And I always say that every morning before I go out and ask for protection and safety whenever I go out and go home from work and... It's definitely been more comforting just letting God guide me without having to fear. And even just me praying for just like a safe night on the train because I was going to do an Uber or something just to come back sooner to talk to my ex, but I already knew it was too late, so 
I was doing the Uber for a bit, but it just kept changing, and it was still a relatively large amount of money, so I just said, fuck it, I'm gonna just take the train, and thou shall be done, like, with God, and thankfully it was just a comforting trip, and I was able to save a lot of money, and I took a, an Uber home with a really really fast driver more so than I'm comfortable with where he's not even signaling he's just like like driving through all these fucking lanes and with no one there mind you but just the like to understand that if he's doing this without lanes and all that stuff like I can only imagine like what he is as a driver because he had like a 4.8 rating and I'm like "Mm." Usually there's just 5.0 or 4, like 4.9. and that, But I was like, it's very odd that it's a 4.8. So I don't know, like, what that's about. And, um... I... was just glad I got the fuck home and came here I texted my girlfriend letting her know that I'm home and texting my ex that I want to make it up to her and talk to her tomorrow or technically today when this comes out and just let her know that like I I want to see her too and hang out with her and just be around her and like just as a person in her life again and um yeah I just I need Today is a resting day. Not having to stay up late, ironically, because I'm it's one something, one sixteen in the morning, and um, just allowing myself just to take a break. I don't have to wear my Apple Watch. I'm gonna wear my new Field Watch and not have to really push myself artistically when I just been pushing myself like with my my products and my shipping and handling and the website and all that stuff and just letting God do his work along with just letting life and science just do its thing with all the stuff that I've been doing and marketing and just being fucking crazy and just learning my lessons and what I fucked it before or what I grew out of it you know and learned so there's a lot to be proud of and there's still a lot for me to learn I can be proud and learn whether it's hard to hear or or easy I just have to accept it you know, and I I think even with that conversation with like my managers, just learning to just accept it and not have to do the same excuses that are valid or invalid, you kind of just make life a little easier because you can you can argue about your depression, you can argue you, like a girlfriend breaking up, or you can argue just like uh something in traffic or just something that's in your control or out of your control. And it would still be valid or invalid, but it's still an excuse that can push you back in your mind, you know? But once you just learn and, like, learn to just truly accept it for what it is and you don't have to say it, you just say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do better. Okay, like, I, I promise you this won't happen again. You don't have to say those excuses. Just, just say you'll learn from it and that you'll do better and that you'll just ironically just try your best and just to work at it and be consistent. And that's all that really matters. Because life is that part of the journey and it's not the milestones because I, I have a digital magazine. I have a whole website. I have the some of the most material things that I've ever wanted since I was a kid. 
even during the pandemic, I have those things and I'm still not there mentally like happy. I've had moments where I've completely been just content and there have been moments where I finally just break out of like feeling like I'm in the matrix and just being like, oh, like this is it. Like the moment I shared in the podcast where I just had that moment about Christmas and seeing my family and all that stuff. And I've been having more of those moments of just letting myself be and letting myself connect spiritually and let myself just give it give give over control and just give in to knowing that I have more freedom than I want to allow myself to have. Like I, I wanna I wanna have my own house, I wanna have my own space, but I'm still learning to just drive my car and feel those things out but i i can i can now be just be proud of the things that i felt like were so hard or so outside of my comfort zone but i still did it and i and even if i don't process this from a day to a week to a year from now i know i can still be proud of myself for that And it doesn't fucking matter what people think of that. It will never take away how I feel about this situation, how I feel about it in the future. I won't let someone dictate to me what I should be proud of and what I should not be. Nor should anyone. I want people to be pride, full of pride, be proud of whatever they're doing as long as they're not hurting others be the best you possibly can and when you can't do the little things of being the best you possibly can if you if you can't make your bed at least put your sheet on top <laughs> If if you can't brush your teeth, just put some listerine in your mouth and call it a night, you know? Just do the best of your best. Because sometimes that's all you really need. And you gotta get to your necessities before your wants in life. We re- We really need that. You can be all Gucci'd out and all that stuff, but guess what? You're still, you're at the bus. (laughs) And I had to say that to myself and also just see people who live in the more, like, low-income houses in my town, but they're driving Lexuses and, like, Mazas and wearing Jordans, and I'm like... And and that's another thing I see at my school is that like you have these kids that are in complete poverty and they're they're not even like eating food and they get irritated easily and they're not in the right mind state at home with the parents or what they're seeing. But they got fucking brand new Jordans or brand new Nikes and brand new shirts because the media tells them that and it affects the whole culture whether it's white media black media it like all influences that and the things i have to unlearn in order for to help these kids unlearn or learn new things about life and give clarity on it like we we really got to try our best and even if like some of these kids see me as that mean guy i'm i'm not i just want them to understand what they're saying and hearing i i will i refuse to be some of what my coworkers do is that like sometimes they'll try to have conversations like this whether they're young or old and they they kind of push it off 
and that's how I was raised and it's it's not helpful and sometimes they're able to have those conversations because they can and they feel willing to do so but I I often just see my coworkers sometimes just like slip up on these opportunities one of them even like when I first started they're like oh you gotta just let them hurt themselves sometimes I'm like yeah you can say that it's very easy to say that because they're not your kid but also if you just keep saying that over and over again to multiple kids now you got hurt kids that learn nothing from saying you saying nothing to them and just letting them hurt themselves they just hurt themselves and they won't trust themselves anymore you know or trust themselves a little less because oh they didn't come to help me they didn't say that this was bad i refuse and I, I finally, like, appreciate that. Like, my upper management's like, I, we're, we're glad that you're able to have these serious conversations and still be objective with the kids, especially for my age group that are, like, 9 going on 10. They're, they, they're already children that have been influenced by more adult content, more adult things at home due to their race, their social economic class, and other stuff. And the way that they were raised individually as a home. As a matter if it's the same couple that's been on and off for years. Or a very consistent, gen- like, do- doesn't even matter the gender, just consistent family. They're going to be issues and every kid's going to have their needs. But there's going to be similarities and conflicts and all that stuff involved. You know? I'm glad I'm getting the respect I deserve and what I was asking for attention wise but not saying because I have a hard time with that speaking up for myself when I'm mentally not there and what I should be doing is resting and I've even had a conversation with the more difficult uh, difficult parents uh a kid a typical kid's parent and she could even say like i really respect what you do and like i everything and like just give me some comments but definitely saying like i i deserve rest and that i really look tired and that she really sees that i'm doing my best with what i'm providing these kids and even I have my ups and downs with her. I did, I did respect that comment. Definitely developed some kind of building of character in that mind within me and for her. And I appreciated that. Because I do need to rest. I feel like I've been on the clock since the pandemic and even 2021 like I I really kicked it into high gear and said to myself I don't ever want to be someone who didn't believe in themselves and be lazy again but I I really do need to rest mentally it's just really difficult now because of all the milestones and other stuff and I keep saying to myself that I'm gonna rest but I know maybe tomorrow I'm going to see this idea and be like, oh, I have to do it now because, like, someone's not going to believe me or it goes back to something else, you know? I just... Tomorrow, all I'm really going to do is just wear my watch, wear my necklaces, pray to God, do my laundry, walk outside, do everything that I need to rest and heal because I know there's going to be a long week ahead and that... I need to do my best to be positive as much as possible for the sake of myself, my coworkers, my students, my partner, my ex, my family, my friends. Just being consistent with everything and knowing that even if I can't be in, if I can't be as consistent as I want to be, it's okay. Ruby, it's okay, whoever is listening, that you can't always be consistent. Sometimes you just got to let days go.
one, two, three, even a week. But you have to learn to, like, say to yourself, like, you gotta get up. You gotta really fight for this. You really gotta, like, work at doing the best at your best. You gotta, like, wake up, do a stretch. Gotta wake up, drink less coffee. Gotta wake up, do a work workout. Even if it's for five fucking minutes to a minute. Just do, like, two push-ups per hour. Like, anything. So, like, really just really bring it out of you. Read fucking three pages of a book. Read fucking 45 minutes of a book. All these possibilities that could happen just simply taking a minute or an hour of your time and really going at it. And trying something that you feel like is so uncomfortable or something so new and just going for it. Because I did that today with my car. I did that with my girlfriend. I did that with my ex having that moment of just having these things that might get me comfortable or uncomfortable completely. And still saying to myself and to God and to life itself, it's okay. There will be another day. There will be always a tomorrow. These people are not mad at me. Even if they are, you can accept that. And how they feel is valid. And how you feel is valid and truthful to you. Other than that, I don't have really much on my mind other than to say thank you, God, for bringing me home and for allowing me to speak my mind to the few or many that are listening to this. And thank you for allowing me to teach and provide a lesson for my children every day to allow my students to grow as people and hopefully create an impact in their life so they can learn, even if it's a small one, to indicate them to go on the right path that gives them something so incredible I would feel very grateful for that thank you for giving me breath to speak my mind to speak my soul thank you for giving me my hands to draw to write how I feel to touch to cook to allow myself to drive to work drive places to give me freedom thank you God for giving me the feet I walk on to journeys ahead that I've never been before to stand on my own two feet working out playing with the kids standing with my partner walking allowing me to feel ocean on my feet Allowing me to find humility when I'm injured, like my ankle. Allowing me to be thankful for what I have already. And never to make me feel like I'm not ever enough. And also to make me feel what it is like to have loss. Physically. Spiritually. Emotionally anything, relationships, friendships, family, financial stuff, businesses, dreams, just to be grateful for all that stuff and that you provided that for yourself along as God did too. I'm buying less, I'm wanting less, I'm giving more to me. I'm giving more to others. I'm giving more to being uncomfortable. To provide more of a reward in my life. Because I've been trying to live a comfortable route. 
for the most of my life, the majority of my life, and it has taken me here to learn my lesson, even when I fuck up or not be as consistent as I want to be, I can forgive myself. So thank you, God, for giving me a sense of humility and learning. Because it is better to live with humility than humiliation. We learn all from humility. We learn nothing but pain, sorrow, revenge from humiliation. So I ask all of you tonight, whether you believe in God or whatever or not, or even if you used to be like me and be agnostic or atheist, I want you to really believe in yourself tonight, tomorrow, in the morning. If it's fucking 5 a.m., all the way to fucking 9 a.m., If it's 12 a.m., it doesn't fucking matter what time you're at, wherever you're at. I want you to know this moment is where it counts. And that you, at any point, when you feel ready to do so, you can change your life. You can be grateful for where you're at. Whether rich or poor, and still be proud of yourself from where you are. And allow yourself to feel these emotions and how you feel about others and how you feel about these things in life that make you whole. Breathe the air that allows you to love life. Thank you God for tonight. Thank you all that take care of me. Thank you all that loved or loves me. Thank you to my girlfriend. Thank you to my family. Thank you to my ex. Thank you to the friends that I still have in my life that are consistent with me. Thank you to my coworkers that make it possible for me to learn and be more outside of myself. Thank you to my students for really pushing me to be a leader. Thank you for all of those that have supported me for all these years. I love you all. I truly do. And I'm proud of all of you that have made a difference in my life. With that, I thank you. I thank God. I thank myself. I love you. I love myself. And I wish all of you a good night. Bye.